The Homophiles contains explicit language and graphic sexual descriptions, and it's very, very gay. so torn between being really sad about that and really, really happy about I'm that. I'm so happy about that. I think that. we <laughs> can definitely consider ourselves as having accomplished something. Yeah. yeah. This is over. Like, we made it through. And we managed to deal with Dan Carpenter for a whole season. We've got, we've, we've learned a lot of, we've learned about how to be patient with Awful text and men. I don't think we've been that patient. (laughs) I laughed, I cried, I put myself in their shoes. (laughs) Um, I will definitely miss uh, coming to hang out with a bunch of cool people once in a while. I know. That's a thing, Uh, right? I don't think that you need to worry because we will continue um, probably with a new book. Yes. (laughs) Not by Big Blake. Not Not by Big Blake. Blake. And this one will be full of lesbos. Yeah. I yeah, think <laughs> the Isle of Lesbians. Were you going to yeah. pick the next book, Maddie? Yeah. yeah. Yes, fuck yeah, I'm so fucking excited. I yeah. am so excited. Also thrilled that Autumn can be here yeah. once again. Hi, Our queen again. of Foley effects. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, accurate, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to rage. Specifically sex Foley. <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to have lots of opportunities to rage. Sex that's my spot. Mm. <laughs> yes. Sex poly artist. Yeah. Oh, good. Solid. Cool. In our last chapter, mm-hmm. let's take a moment to um, mourn Sharon. Uh, yeah. Well, R.I.P. B.B. Poor Sharon. Poor Alice. Fuck. Alice is going to be devastated. Yeah. She's going to be so upset. Alice, if you don't remember, is the lesbian that's deeply in love with Sharon. Who Dan was set up with at, by Terry and Sharon. Yeah. Well, and by Sharon. By Sharon, specifically, because she was trying to figure out if her husband was gay. Yeah. And then oh. Alice is the one that Terry was going to sue Sharon for being the lover of, even though she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even though Alice wished that had yeah. been the case. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay, cool. Okay, so today we're going to get through two chapters. So the last two chapters, that is we chapter... We fucking done with this book. Yeah, we do. Chapter 11 and <laughs> chapter 12. So we'll get started. And this is chapter 11 of Getting the Shaft by Vic Blake. Polly stared at Jim with a mixture of surprise and anger flashing out of her eyes. Why, she asked. Why did you tell your mother? I thought she should know, Jim said, feeling a bit self-conscious at lying. He wasn't used to it. So, Jim told his mom that Polly is quote-unquote pregnant? No, Jim told Polly that his mom knows that she's pregnant when actually he only told Dan. Oh, he's he's tricking me. He's tricking right back. Wow. You tricked me. me So, what's that about? Well, I won't be examined again. I have my own doctor. I don't want another opinion. I've had two already, and that's enough. He's mother's doctor, Jim lied. He's mother's doctor. <laughs> it's mother's doctor. It's mother. His mother's doctor will come inspect to your body. Inspect <laughs> He's mother's doctor, Jim lied, and it won't hurt you to have another doctor look at you, just to be absolutely sure. I am absolutely sure, Jim. I, above all else, should know that. He took her hand. Do it for me, Polly, please. Do no. it for me, baby. The mom's doctor isn't even a real doctor. It's just like some bro <laughs> with one of those shirts that says FBI. <laughs> it's like, yep, I'm here to uh, do the investigation. <laughs> female bodies. Of the female bodies. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> do it for me, Polly, please. No. Why not? 
I told you why. You haven't the foggiest notion of how humiliating it is to be probed and felt by doctors, especially for things like this. Which is accurate. I mean, <laughs> I can't disagree with that. Yeah. I can't. Okay. Good, good point, Polly. Then at least tell me the name of your doctor so my mother won't be so worried. You know how she is about doctors. She has an actual phobia about them. Polly shook her head. <laughs> so she wants to know about them. Like they three people in this room. Because <laughs> she fears them. Yeah, so she like, wants to know. Uh, his uh, name is Joe. Uh, the guy <laughs> over there with the FBI hat. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> Polly shook her head. I can't tell you, she said. He's someone I trust, and if your mother contacts him and learns the truth, then she'll contact my family. I know your mother, Jim. She'll ruin everything, and we'll wind up with a bastard. I want our baby to be legitimate. Polly's obstinacy. Well, uh, obstinacy. Yeah. But, um, can we just... What? What is... This is absurd. This is really weird. It's weird because, like... (laughs) Yeah. But according to Jim, like... His mother already knows. So why... Yes. It doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. This no, is Polly no. just trying to get out of it. Yeah. She's just trying to wriggle her way out of this. Well, just no like logic. women do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Polly's obstinacy started Jim to think that maybe Dan had been right. Maybe Polly was shamming. He decided to test her. Shamming? <laughs> it isn't possible that you're just trying to trick me into marrying you, is it, Polly? he said, trying to keep his voice from shaking. She glared at him. What do you mean by that crack? No. Why do you ask? What do you mean by that crack, she shouted. Jim played it cool. Well, you won't see Mom's doctor, and you won't tell me which doctor you've seen. It all sounds like a setup to me. Go to hell. Go to heck. Go straight to heck. Go to hell, Polly spat. If you don't trust me, you cut her off with, I don't trust you, Polly. I don't want to marry you either. Oh, I don't damn. believe you're oh, pregnant shit. at all. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's cold-blooded. That's Coming real, right out with the feels. That's right. You're putting it all out on the yeah. table now. Yeah. All right. Not holding those cards close nope. to your chest there, nope. Jim. Jimmy boy. Polly sat there for a second with her mouth hanging open. Then she said, uh, well, if that's the way you feel, Jim Thompson, then there are ways to change your mind. With that, Polly got what? up and walked out of the drugstore. What does that mean? What does that mean? I think we're about to find out. Okay. Oh, I don't want Went to Went to the drugstore? They With were that, at the drugstore the whole time. Oh, they were? <laughs> yeah. I am I was also not aware of that. I, I don't think I knew that either. I don't either. think they set the scene. They're just, like, so just no. hanging out in a fucking drugstore. Yeah, they didn't set the scene, did they? No. No, like... Okay. Thanks, Vic. We now find out this is in the public. (laughs) The pharmacist is staring at them when you accuse this person of not being pregnant and trying to trick you. Who is mother's doctor? (laughs) I'm the pharmacist. With that, Polly got up and walked out of the drugstore where they'd been having hamburgers and Cokes. Oh, Christ, Jim thought to himself. Oh, it was an older time. (laughs) A time long ago, and you could have... What in the world? We literally we did that in Chicago in that old oldest. Wait, what? In the pharmacy? Yeah. They're eating burgers. Yeah, we did that in Chicago in that old place. It's a one-stop shop. The place where we got those amazing sandwiches, but there was also a pharmacy in the back. Oh Christ! Jim thought to himself as he watched her leave. What have I done now? He hurriedly paid the check and dashed after her. Honey, he called, trying to smooth over some of the damage he may have caused. What damage did you do? He didn't want Polly dragging Dan into this thing, and he had the feeling that's exactly what she was bent on doing. Polly stopped just outside the drugstore. Well, she asked icily, I trust you, Polly. It's just that I think we should be absolutely sure. I am sure. Okay, okay, don't get all riled up. Don't act all hormonal and crazy. Yeah. You woman? (laughs) (laughs) Then a sudden idea came to Jim. What about this doctor? Who's paying the bill? I think that that should be my responsibility. Good one. Masculinity saving the day, perhaps. Good thing, too. Polly seemed taken aback. Don't bother, she managed to say. My folks... She cut her words off. No. Not your folks? No, 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 Polly. 
Your folks, Jim said a bit too loudly. Then your folks do know about your condition. Your, your condition. condition. <laughs> no, Polly said sharply. I yeah. didn't mean that. <laughs> Jim grabbed her by the shoulders and started to shake her. Oh, boy. You started you to say your you folks were footing the bill. Shake them into sense, these women. That's, you shake the hormones right out of them. <laughs> Just grab them by the shoulders and shake that estrogen out. Shake that fetus, too. Shake the... Jim grabbed her by the shoulders and started to shake her. You started to say your folks were footing the bill. That's it, isn't it, Polly? No, no, she said. They don't know anything. Jim's nerves were suddenly like steel bands. Come on, he said. Half pulling. I'm not sure that metaphor makes sense, but continue. Yeah. Come on, he said, half pulling, half dragging Polly towards the car. Half pulling, half, half dragging. dragging. So what's a pulling that's a drag? Yeah, what is a pull and what is... Is drag... In, like, drag is when they're on the ground and pulling is when you're just, like... Yeah, I think that so. doesn't... Either okay. way, sounds violent to me. Yeah, it's Either way, violent. not a nice way to treat a pregnant person. Yeah. Or not pregnant, you know. Or anybody. Yeah. Like, or anybody. <laughs> I don't really want to drag anyone through a parking lot. Including yeah. babies. Where are we going? To your house. I want to talk to your family. <gasps> no, Polly yelled, trying to get free of his hand. Yes, Jim countermanded. I don't care what people say about the kid after it's born. I want this out right now. Polly struggled, but Jim was too adamant. Or, you know, forceful. Awful. He wanted a showdown, and he was going to have it right now. And he opened the car door and shoved Polly inside. Okay. She was crying by the time he started up the car and headed toward her house. No kidding. Wait, she said as he pulled up in front. Jim turned and studied her for a couple of minutes. Wait, all of a sudden they're in front of the house now? I guess so. Mm -hmm. Well, he said, she was crying hard. Okay, she said finally. So I'm not going to have your baby. So she's not pregnant? She's not pregnant. Oh, shit. I had no idea. What a surprise. I was kind of surprised. Am I a big chump for being surprised? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, yeah. big surprise to chump here. Go on. You also, like, weren't there, though, when when she, like, first told Jim, and it was really not that convincing. Mm-hmm. Or it was kind of. It wasn't badly done, but, like, mm-hmm. figured it out. So then he does something pretty violent, um, and... Yeah. Threatens her. And threatens yeah, her. Says some not and cool things. physically hurts her. And is a piece of shit. And, and we're not going to read that. We're not going to read it. He reached over and pushed open the door on her side of the car, Get out and stay away from me, he snarled. Polly's eyes bore into him like twin darts of blazing fire. I'll get you, Jim. I'll get you if it's the last thing I do. No. Get out of here. What? No, Polly, go fucking do something else with your life. Right. Yeah. Come on. I can't tell if it's like she still wants him, like I'll get you as in like I'll get you back, or like if it's like I'll okay. get you as in like I'll have revenge. Like, the revenge could I be can't. cool, but, like, yeah. you said, like, your time is much better occupied, like, never even thinking about this. It's true. Again. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, and don't you ever try a stunt like this again, or so help me, Polly. I won't be responsible for what happens to you. Threaten again. Oh, wow, okay. okay. Love it. Mm-hmm. You fucking piece of shit. Polly ran from the car. She was crying so hard that her teeth were chattering. She'd made a mess of things with Jim and knew it. No. She, like, is... She doesn't like some hair. I mean, it's like a fucked um, up thing, thing, to thing for her to she do. She couldn't help being but... conniving because it's just kind of in her, like, biology. <laughs> <laughs> that was like she did a fucked do, up thing, but also this was not, this no. was a horrible, yeah, shitty like, response. You do not. Yeah, lying about that being was pregnant sucks, but walking out of a car that you've just been beaten Beaten's, in and saying, yeah. oh, I really fucked this up. Yeah. Is absolutely yeah, not no, a, no, no, that's like, nope. That's not good. No reasonable way to write a character. She'd made a mess of things with Jim and knew it. But still there was some hope, she thought, as she threw herself across her bed. Oh my goodness. She'd contact Dan. She'd put the screws to him. She'd get Jim, she vowed. She'd get him if it was the last thing she ever did. But like Polly's letter, Jim broke the news to Dan before Polly could get in touch with him. That little so-and-so, Dan said, grinning. That's the actual thing that it says? That little no, so-and-so. No, that's my favorite thing to say, and now Dan said it. No. Uh, no. Now it's going to be a thing between, like, that's just like a you and Dan thing. Like, so-and-so. <laughs> it's like your thing. <laughs> it's our thing. 
Now you see, Jim, why I've been against women all my life. <laughs> Me too. They're nothing but trouble from start to finish. Uh, oh, shit. I mean, I am definitely trouble. <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> I am definitely trouble. <laughs> I was trouble before, and I am no longer trouble. <laughs> I knew now you I'm were trouble woman. when you walked in. Oh, I was uh, waiting for that. Jim merely nodded. He was still pretty angry with Polly, and the only thing that took away that anger was Dan's embrace, his kiss, his mouth, his body. Dan picked Jim up in his arms like Jim weighed nothing at oh. all. Because you know what really puts me in the mood? Beating up women, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to... That just got that me so me real hot that up. now I'm going to... <laughs> so go on with, this, with the, the post-violent uh, sex scene. Dan picked Jim up in his arms like Jim weighed nothing at all and carried him upstairs and into their bedroom. Minutes later, they were naked and in each other's arms. They made little sounds of pleasure as their lips pressed together in a wild excitement, which burned all past and also the present from their minds. It was as if they wanted to bruise each other with their firm, full lips. Oh, right. Okay. Smash them. <laughs> Finish him. It, I'm picturing two birds pecking at each other's beaks. I'm picturing two penises. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to as well. The movements of their hands on each other's solid, throbbing cocks became more and more excited. All right, here we oh, go. Yeah. Sliding the smooth foreskins back and forth Whoa, over the huge some, heads. Uh, little sword fighting huge there. heads. All right, cool. Into over, that. over the huge heads on which drops of glistening cum were already beginning to form. Their mouths melted together as their tongues searched out the hidden recesses of their hot mouths. Oh! I literally actually can't deal with the transition from. I know that the final. Yeah, it, like, it was like it's, too fast. It's, it's just the bruising of the arms. Yeah. Vic Blake is the worst. Yeah, fuck this guy. <sighs> In their passion, they moaned and rubbed and strained against each other. Dan finally moved downwards and started to suck on Jim's magnificent throbbing prick. Ugh. In a flash, I'm so mad. In a flash, Jim turned and had Dan's huge prick all the way down his throat before Dan knew what was happening. Oh. Okay. Oh. It was as if Jim was trying to strangle himself on the big, thick cock. He was trying to blot out all the memories of Polly and you know, his good. ordeal. Fucking choke yourself and die on a dick. After yeah. that would be a fitting end. Oh, so I really hate this whole thing where it's like, oh, that's why I've been avoiding women my whole life. Oh, it's because I hate them. Like, men aren't gay because they hate women. That's fucked up. It Tell is Vic Blake. really fucked up. Yeah. Right. Tell that to Vicky Boy. Like, you can be gay and hate women, like Vic Blake obviously does. <laughs> yeah. But there's not, like, there's a cause and effect. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's like, I hate women, and as an effect, I am gay now. Yeah. <laughs> He was trying to blot out all memories of Polly and his ordeal, and he was where he had always wanted to be, and where he would always remain, with Dan, his lover. Alright. Dan sucked hungrily on Jim's hard meat, as Jim sucked just as hungrily on his. Their arms were locked around each other's lean, trim waists. Naked torsos writhed and twisted and pressed together. Dan could sense that Jim was going to start to come soon. He felt his own cock start to throb dangerously, and he didn't want it to end too quickly. He wanted to drown all memories of Polly from Jim's mind with his lusty load of cum. Oh, lusty oh, load. Lusty load of gizma. The throbbing shaft is in Dan's... Is it a gif or a gif? Is gizm? it a gizm or a gizm? <laughs> the throbbing shaft in Dan's mouth was swelled, throbbed, jerked. Oh, that doesn't make any I sense. Like that. Dan was too hot. His body was on fire. He was getting too close. He stopped sucking, raised his head from the delicious piece of prick, and watched Jim as he devoured his. He's on fire, by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. right now, he's like fucking Iron Man. That's going to be chapter two. <laughs> like, the neighbors are like, call the fire department. This one's out of control. <laughs> That's going to be chapter two of our sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They literally go on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the friction from lack of lube. I don't want to shoot off yet, Dan whispered. Hold off, baby. I want this to be a night to remember forever. Their eyes met for a moment. Uh, because you would just forget mercilessly beating someone? Right. Like that, you wouldn't 
you forget this night. Right. Try to drown out all the memories of all the women in their it's lives. It's so hard they to listen to women. Remember that. Also, like, just blotting out the memories that are so bad by, like, you know, sucking a cock. Oh, no, accountability. Fucking nothing. Like, what? I'm sorry, go on. Their eyes met for a moment. They then resumed sucking on each other. The temptation of their hard, straining pricks was too much of a temptation to ignore. It didn't take long. They reached the edges of their climaxes together. Tensing muscles match tensing muscle. Throbbing prick match throbbing prick. <laughs> muscle I feel like muscle. Freud would have something to say. <laughs> the hard curve of their cocks matched each other's throats. The slow fucking sucking thrusts of their shafts blended, and with mighty thrusts and jabs, their cocks erupted at the same time. Mighty thrusts, mighty thrusts of jabs. <laughs> what was the next part? Their cocks erupted at the same time. Their cocks erupted. (laughs) Oh my fucking god. Same time. The slow fucking sucking thrusts of their shafts blended, and with a mighty thrust and jab, their cocks erupted at the same time. Alright. Dan strained to take Jim's prick all the way down his throat. Their cocks jabbed, spurted, jerked, throbbed, as twin jets of sperm blasted out. Oh. Twin jets. Twins. It's like what I want to fucking How? do. I thought it was in his I want, I want twin jets in my shower. Okay. <laughs> yeah, How? I thought... How is this simultaneously happening? I think that even Vic is bl- giving up at this I point. I think he's just like... It's in the throat, but also the streams of cum are in Everywhere. the air. So. I think Vic is, like, yep. really just, like, really writing this book to hate on women. I think that, like, the sex was fun for him at the beginning, but now it's all about, like, how awful women are. Yeah. Vic <laughs> fucked some yeah. dude once, and yeah. his girlfriend got mad at him, yeah. and, and this is his revenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Two mouths gulped down hot, wet, white cum and sucked for more. They sucked and sucked until their balls ached from the emptiness within. <gasps> like your fucking soul. That's their yeah. souls, yeah. That's the lack of souls. Yeah, souls. And still they seemed unsatisfied to release their cocks from each other's mouths. They lapped and kissed each other's organs until their cocks. Oh, <laughs> this is your spleen! The spleen oh, has like, come spleen, back. Let me lap it, and then your kidney next, and then the pancreas. <laughs> just, just, just the one kidney. Real nice looking liver. Yeah, just the kidney. Just, just the one. Just the one. Until their cocks were limp, yet willing for still another go, and they did not change position. They lay there lapping and making love to their pricks. As if by signal, both cocks started to get hard again. Jim sucked Dan's prick down his throat and made little gurgling sounds which vibrated his prick. Can I have some of this water? Yes. Yes. Please. (laughs) So much (laughs) better. Sorry, the cum gargling and stuff. Go on. <clears throat> Jim sucked Dan's prick down his throat and made little gurgling sounds, which vibrated his prick until it was hard and quivering. Dan licked and sucked until Jim's prick was as stiff as it had been the first time. They started to suck Light again. <laughs> Suddenly, they heard someone racing up the stairs. Again? A hard, violent... <gasps> Twice? I'm sorry for interrupting. Go on. The suspense. Oh, God. I'm going to start this part again. I'm sorry. Wait, it's a Sharon's ghost. Suddenly, they heard someone... (laughs) I'm fucking so sorry. (laughs) It's your fucking ghost, the ghost of girlfriend's past. You don't have to apologize. (laughs) The ghost of girlfriend's past. Coming up the stairs like, I know what you did last summer or whatever the fuck it was. Oh god, I hope so. You killed me <laughs> as cum bursts into the air. Sharon's go <laughs> as cum bursts in the air through the ghost of Sharon's transparent face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> go on. Go on. <clears throat> okay, creeping up the stairs. Suddenly they heard someone racing up the stairs. A hard, violent fist pounded at their door. Dan, Jim, oh Christ, come quick, Terry shouted. There's been an accident. Sharon's dead. 
Oh, you piece of living oh, shit. shit. Yeah, there's he been an accident. He doesn't go to the police. I mean, not that I you always do, but you know. He doesn't get an ambulance, anyways. Like, as if he got out of his car, and they were really close to the city, if you remember. He got out of his car, he checked Sharon, and, like, didn't go to the city to get anybody from the hospital. He just, like, went back to his house to get his buddies to help him. Chapter 12. It's the last chapter. Oh my god, we're literally going to the next chapter. I'm so excited to be done with this book. The ghost of Sharon appeared. With cum in her face. That'd be an amazing <laughs> ending if, like, the ghost of Sharon turned up and, like, just got her oh, revenge man, I'm on everybody. It. There was a pall over the household for the next few days. Terry felt very responsible for Sharon's death. As he um, goddamn should. Because it is your fucking fault. Uh huh. But Carl did just about everything possible to get him out of his mood. Then uh, just. <laughs> okay. Like, you know. Sort of tactics. <laughs> we know exactly what kind of tactics he used. Then just one day after Sharon's funeral, just when they thought their troubles were finally at an end, Polly Bancroft showed up and asked, or rather demanded, to see Dan. The scene wasn't very long-lived, however. Polly threatened, and Dan just stood there listening to what she had to say. None of it was pleasant. She had a filthy mouth and a pretty experienced vocabulary. <laughs> she had a filthy mouth. Hadn't brushed her teeth all week. Spinach in and out the crevices. Sorry. She screamed faggots, cocksuckers, and prick eaters, and a few other prick disgusting. Eaters. Yes. Uh, yes. Here I am. Uh, did someone call me? <laughs> did someone say my name? What an insult. Yeah. All accurate. You gosh darn prick eater. <laughs> and a few other disgusting in- expressions, some of which even Dan had never heard before. Oh, oh shit. Inventive. That's nice. Maybe like prick eaters. Yeah. For example. Yeah, like prick monster. Oh, jeez. Yeah. They also accidentally make a typo and call him Dam instead of Dan. Ha! Dam Dan. Dam Daniel. When she seemed just about finished yelling and threatening, Dan merely went over to the desk and pulled out the letter she had written him. This young lady, he said, could cause you a bit of trouble if I chose to show it to your parents or to a lawyer, he added threateningly. I believe it could be considered a form of blackmail. Blackmail, Polly shouted, staring at the letter. Then suddenly she made a grab for it. Dan pulled it away. Yes, blackmail. You were trying to blackmail Jim into marrying you. That's a crime in case you're interested. Is it your interest? Um, actually, that's a crime. Maybe it wasn't 77 or in this fictional universe where women Um, are garbage and men are gay because women suck. That is a crime. I can't have you arrested. You can't do that. Um, actually, I could, like, sue you for that. I can't really litigate over this. (laughs) So I'd suggest you get the hell out of here, Polly. And don't ever try to bother us again, or so help me, I'll have you in court. So now she's been threatened with violence and with litigation. Polly just stood there for a few minutes, staring at him. There was hatred virtually steaming out of her eyes. Dan merely smiled and motioned towards the door. Out, he said firmly, and stay out. He waved the letter at her. And remember this, he said, shaking the letter. I'll use it if I have to. Don't you forget that, miss. Polly started to cry as Dan knew she would. For the last time, she ran out of his life. He had the feeling that he'd won, and Polly Bancroft wouldn't be any bother to them anymore. Truly, I think she won because she doesn't have that piece of human garbage in her life anymore. Yeah. But, kind of, yeah. like, in the grand scheme of things. She's the real winner here. Yeah. yeah. Right. Polly, you feel bad right now, but you'll be happier. Yeah. Who in the devil was that, Carl asked, coming into the library just as Polly was running out of the door. <laughs> oh, so it's is set it in a library. <laughs> so again, one of these public, <laughs> one of these, uh, you know, where you're at your work and people walk in and make a big scene. Someone hasn't brushed their no. teeth all day, starts I calling think, people the F word. This library is in their house. They have a library in their house. They're fancy Yeah, they're fancy they're Like the apothecary. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, it's I've never heard that word in my life. Who in the devil was that, Carl asked, coming into the library, just as Polly was running out the front door. Just another hysterical female. Oh! <laughs> she 
You gotta shake the hormones out of that one. Oh, bravo, Vic Blake. Excellent. I think we should just we like give you a little bit get of worse, a, yeah. but mm-hmm. you sure did. Just another. That should be the title just of this chapter. <laughs> just another hysterical female. Done. Just another hysterical female, Dan answered casually. How's Terry coming along? He asked, changing the subject drastically. Carl shrugged. He's still pretty depressed. He thinks the whole thing was his fault. I imagine uh, I that. mean, imagine I wonder why. Oh, poor why. Terry. Well, I have an idea of how to get him out of the mood he's worked himself into. We'll have a housewarming party. I think we could all use some diversion after what we've been through these past few days. Oh, what they've been through. Isn't it Maybe hard? Maybe so They've been through so much, those poor, poor men. Diversion. Maybe diverting that lady their who's legs dead, away though? from each other. <laughs> Maybe Sharon. Pish no. posh. Yeah, I mean, her funeral was a couple of days ago. We should get past murdering her. Hey, Carl Beam, that's a terrific idea. When Jim heard about the proposed party, there were a few reservations in his mind. He didn't want a bunch of yelling, howling homosexuals <laughs> trudging all over the house. <laughs> howling homosexuals. <laughs> he didn't want a bunch of yelling, howling homosexuals trudging all over the house, not even for one night. He wanted their life to be nice and quiet and very private. But Dan convinced him that the party was for Terry's benefit as well as for Carl's. We've got to get Terry out of his depression. It's upsetting Carl, and I know it's sure as hell upsetting our household routine. Uh, Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, Yeah, I don't even have to worry. Yeah, I suppose you're right, Jim finally said. Okay, when's the blast to come off? Great saying from the 70s. When is the blast to come off? I've never heard that. When's the blast to come off? But also just... When's the blast to come off? When is the blast to come off? <laughs> I'll get on it right away. When is the blast to come off? <laughs> Sorry to anyone in the UK who is listening to this. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, mate, when's the fucking blast to come off? <laughs> Janet, you mad? I'm sorry, no. go on. <laughs> I'm really working on something out yeah. here. Hey, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a to come off. I'm crying. Please go on without me. <laughs> Leave her behind. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> go on without me. I'll get on it right away. I know a few old numbers who I haven't seen in a long time. Jim scowled. I'll bet, he said sarcastically. Dan pulled him into his arms and kissed him hard on the mouth. Now none of that, lad. I don't like jealous lovers. None of that, lad. None of that, I don't like jealous lovers. <laughs> lovers. I don't like jealous lovers. I don't like them much at all. <laughs> so sorry, everybody. Once so again. sorry, but I'm going to keep all of this in. When's the blast to go off the Are we all having heat stroke? Maybe. (laughs) Dan pulled him into his arms and kissed him hard on the mouth. Now none of that, lad. I don't like jealous lovers. You know where my heart is. I just want to do this for Terry. He had a bit of a time convincing Jim of that, but Jim finally gave in, and the party was held a few nights later. The party started off well enough, although Dan could tell that Jim didn't particularly feel too comfortable in the group of homosexuals. <laughs> I know. Fucking yeah, right. all so new. I wish everyone could just see the eye roll that Maddie yeah. gave. I don't think you even were aware of it. <laughs> it was impressive. Thank you. Yeah. All of whom seemed to be pawing over either Jim or Carl or Terry or even Dan himself. This is such a self-indulgent fantasy. Jim? Yeah, everyone here is the hottest or Terry person. Or Terry, me. Everyone there is just pawing all over our four main characters. Dan found himself taking care of the bar, which was a pretty heavy task. Jim helped, but suddenly he said he needed to get some air and left. An hour or so later, Jim hadn't returned, but Dan was so busy fixing drinks, he almost didn't notice the time slip by so rapidly. Two hours later, Dan got out from behind the bar in the den and made his way towards the living room. Two hours later? The ghost of Sharon has come and taken Jim away. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. 
Two hours later, Dan got out from behind the bar in the den and made his way towards the living room. A jungle of bodies were massed on the floor, the furniture everywhere. Clothes were strewn in every direction. It's an orgy. Oh, I, I love see. it. I thought it was like, a, it sounds like a murder scene. I know. I was just going to say like everyone was fucking murdered. Okay. Okay. It's a whole nother book. <laughs> Making his progress across the room almost impossible. Dan tripped once or twice as he searched for Jim or Terry or Carl, but he saw none of them. You're just walking is all this, over, like, people fucking? Yes. What is... Someone grabbed his leg and tried to pull him down into oh, the heap of naked oh bodies, which were writhing together on the floor. That this is be, very much like terrible. the end of Rocky Horror. Yeah. Dan kicked free. I need my lava. He suddenly felt disgusted. The party hadn't been very good idea after all, he thought. But then he thought again of Terry and wondered if he were enjoying this whole thing. He secretly hoped not. This wasn't the kind of thing Dan wanted in his home. And then it wasn't exactly all of his home. He had roommates and friends to think about, and their happiness was important, too. Someone called Dan's name. He turned and saw an old trick of his sitting at one end of the living room couch. Oh, sure. Some boy's head was in his crotch, and the boy was sucking on the guy's prick. The fellow who called out to Dan didn't even pull away from the mouth, which was sucking on his prick. Okay. (laughs) What? What? He motioned Dan over. I think Vic has just given up at this point. Alright. Same, same, same. <laughs> and then there was an orgy. Did I mention this guy had a prick on his, or <laughs> prick in his mouth? <laughs> he motioned Dan over. Dan didn't want to go, but after all, it was his party. He had to be at least social with his guests. <laughs> you gotta, it's your party. You gotta fuck at least one of your guests. <laughs> it's not a party until you fucked your own guests. <laughs> all of them. Oh my god, this is great. Marvelous party, the guy said as Dan oh approached. Oh my god. Party's a reach. Dan faked a grin. He looked a little embarrassed by all the sex that was going on around him. I'm afraid it's getting a little out of hand, he added. Not at all, darling. Out of hand. Uh... Not at all, darling. This is the kind of blast everybody really digs. How about <laughs> letting me have you for old time's sake, the guy asked, reaching for Dan's crotch. Dan pushed his hand away. I'm married now, Dan said. What? I don't play around with anybody but my lover. Too bad, the guy cooed, eyeing Dan up and down. I always really dug you, you know. Too bad I wasn't your type. Okay. <laughs> yes, Dan said, and excused himself as graciously oh, as he wow. could. Oh, yes, wow. Okay. Be it's too bad. Yes. Yeah, it's too bad you weren't my type. Yeah. Bye. He had to find Jim. He passed a small divan against the wall. Two two nude boys. Two nude boys rolled off it and down onto the soft surface of the rug. (laughs) Neither of them broke hold with the other as they fell. This is like post apocalyptic orgy. So so weird. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens when like an airplane is gonna crash. Oh my god. (laughs) Or at least that's what I imagine. Everyone is like everyone fuck. We have about fifteen minutes to live. Fifteen minutes. I guess Maybe. No, that would no, you'd get like maybe I don't think you'd have off. time for yeah. doing all this. <laughs> you could try. You could try. He passed a small divan against the wall. Two nude boys rolled off it and down onto the soft surface of the rug. Neither of them broke hold with the other as they fell. Nope. Dan just shook his head and walked on. Oh, boys will be boys. Hello, Dan. Remember me? A young blonde boy said as he put his arms around Dan's neck and kissed him softly on the mouth before Dan could stop him. Oh. Dan didn't remember his last name, but he knew his first name was Barry. Sure, Barry. Barry. Sure, Barry, he said, forcing himself to be the perfect host. How could I forget you? He tried to ease out of the boy's embrace. How'd you like to fuck my pretty little ass? The blonde blonde said drunkenly. (laughs) Later, kid, Dan said. I oh lost somebody. God. I've got to find him. Ah, uh, too bad. I lost someone in my own house. He lives pretty here. Pretty I put, like, some nice lipstick. I put lots of makeup on my ass. It's very pretty. Got some big lashes. Really She's ready night. for you. <laughs> but when Dan moved away, the blonde was disappearing into a tangle of bodies not too far from where he and Dan had talked. Arms flailed the air as clothes were pulled off. Then a clothed leg suddenly bared itself. Shirt followed shorts. Socks followed shoes. 
the churning mass slithered together into Ew. a sl- swirling dance of erotic rhythm. Oh, wow. oh my god. Vic, you are twisted. Dan watched until his stomach twisted. Oh. He's, he's twisted, Dan. He looked past the heap of bodies, only to be confronted with another group similarly engaged. And beyond How many them, people are there? I don't know, but their entire like, house is covered with naked oh. orgies. This is just really weird because also he's expressing so much distaste for it. Yeah, it's like very he's weird. Really not gay. It's, it's very really out of character for Dan. He's also describing them in like a, like as if they were cockroaches. So yes. they seem like creatures. Yeah, like, they do seem like creatures. Invaded very yeah, like, house. I, don't, yeah. I can't like see any faces. Yeah. It's only yeah. like parts. limbs. It's just yeah, like and clothes. Bodies yes. slime moving like they're gonna morph yes. into like a monster. In, yeah, like, <laughs> anyway, it, like in the horror movie Slither. He stood, swaying from the effects of the two highballs he had had earlier. The orgy displayed at his feet, stabbed at his senses, his conscience. His eyes watered from the smoke that rose up from the room. Oh my god, it wow. is hell. They're smoking while it they're is, all fucking. Yeah. This Anyone is actually... Anyone without a cock in their mouth has a cigarette. You know how he, like, he Dante forgot about? to include this as one of the layers of I hell. I think it is one of the layers of hell, actually. <laughs> But, like, you know how they keep saying, like, they're so hot and they're burning and everything? Yes. Like, this is obviously, like, this Oh, my just... God. Is Vic Blake, like, actually an evangelical Christian? Oh, my God. Is he a super homophobe? Is this whole book intended to, like... Oh, my like... God. Wow. Keep reading. Let's see. This is my leading theory. The sounds, the voices were unbearable. At one time, long before Jim, he might have enjoyed this sort of thing, but now it made him sick to the stomach. He wished they'd all go away forever. He hoped he'd wake up and find it had all been a bad dream. But it wasn't a dream. It was a sex orgy. <laughs> it wasn't a dream. It, it was, was a sex orgy. The kind of thing he relegated to his old life. It had no part in his new life with Jim. The foyer was lighted enough to distinguish the stairs which led up to the second floor. Lighted? Perhaps there would be some refuge in their bedroom, he thought. Uh, if there's beds in there... <laughs> Yeah, right. What a ridiculous idea. How much do you, you want to bet that he walks in child. on Jim having sex with someone else? Yeah. And that's Sharon's the end of the book? Ghost. That'd be Sharon's amazing. Ghost. Back to the beginning. Yes, Sharon's ghost giving Jim a handy. Talk yeah. about getting the shaft. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He darted towards it, only to be met on the landing by two naked youths entwined in each other's arms. Two naked youths. Youths. Oh, Christ, he breathed, stepping around the active youths who were on the floor sucking each other's cocks. <laughs> he was thankful the bathroom was empty. He needed to put some cold water on his face, and he needed some kind of refresher, something clean and untainted by the sexual promiscuity which seemed to fill the house. Oh, since why are you fucking... Yeah, why are you the Virgin Mary? Prude. What that, that happened? As he patted his face dry, his eyes caught his reflection in the mirror. Why in the hell do you arrange this, he asked himself. What do you do this for? <laughs> What's the big idea, pal? <laughs> and where in the devil is Terry? He downed a glass of pure, clean water and left the bathroom. What is with Vic Blake right now? Right? This he is, walked over to his... Weird. Yeah, it is. He walked over to his and Jim's bedroom and found the door locked. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Telling you. His temper suddenly flared out of control. Oh. No one had the right to defile his and Jim's private sanctuary. Smash down the door. He doesn't even like get a true it. masculine really man. He fisted. Oh no! He fisted. <laughs> he fisted the door. My bad. I've been holding it on this all night, actually. His fist pounded on the door. Unlock this goddamn door right now! He shouted. Whoever's in there, get the hell out! Get the hell out of my house! He heard footsteps on the other side. He heard the key turn in the latch. The door opened. Jim was standing there. <sighs> yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Dressed in his robe and pajamas. Uh-huh. Aww. He wore the saddest expression Dan had ever seen He's on his so face. He's so of the homosexuals. Jim, Dan said, half in shock, half in surprise. I'm sorry, Dan. I just couldn't take that scene downstairs. I thought I'd try to read myself to sleep. He raised the book he held in one hand. There's definitely, like, a it guy under the bed. Yeah. Getting, Getting shot. <laughs> Dan went into the bedroom and slammed the door. He pulled Jim into his arms. 
Oh, Jim Baby, he said. It's all so goddamn filthy down there. Wow. I wish I'd never thought up this fucking party. Wow. Or this fucking party, I should say. Is this like yeah. a metaphor of the, um, the... I wish I'd never written this book. to get married? Yeah, I wish I guess I'd so. never read this book. The, the past ten years of mainstream gay politics. Yeah. I was, oh, God, the 60s were so orgiastic. I just want to settle down and be just like a, homo, a heterosexual family. I just want to be normal. I would pay $1,000 for it to instead be Dan opened the door and Jim's fiery hot load shot through Sharon's <laughs> transparent face. Oh, my God. The ghost of Sharon. I don't know. I would, I would pay so much money. The ghost of Sharon. Uh, I just want the ghost of Sharon to be in here. He gives him what I am, job. Oh, Jim, baby, he said. It's all so goddamn filthy down there. I wish I never thought up this fucking party. I thought you were enjoying yourself, Jim tested. Enjoying myself, Dan said, pushing Jim away and studying his face. Me? Enjoy <laughs> that? Enjoying a group of... Howling homosexuals. Howling homosexuals. in my perverts is what I think. In my clean, pristine, homosexual house. But not that homosexual. married to you. I just want to be almost like a heterosexual except without any women. Oh, yeah. We hate women. Why can't I just be heterosexual without women in the world? That's actually like the thesis of this book. It is. Why can't I be heterosexual without (laughs) women? Yes. (laughs) Oh, Christ, I'm getting sick to my stomach. Oh, my God. This is fucked up. Then he hugged him tightly. Oh, Christ, I'm getting sick to my stomach just watching those faggots. (gasps) Whoa. Okay. I thought Terry might enjoy it. It was for his sake that I thought up the idea. Are you sure? Jim asked dubiously. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit shocked by that use. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. kidding. Yeah. What the fuck do you mean? Like, out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, what are you two? Like, like, I don't get wow. it. Annoying. Again, Dan eased him away and studied his expression. Do you really think I wanted this for myself, Jim? Do you honestly think that? Jim's eyes started to water. I hope not, he said, but I know that you've been around a lot, and I thought maybe you were getting lonesome for the kind of life you used to live. I thought you were just using Terry as an excuse. Dan hugged him again. You silly damned idiot, Dan said, his eyes stinging with the threat of tears. I've never been so miserable in my life as I was down there without you beside me. Oh, really, sad. truly, his eyes are fucking turd. But I just couldn't take all that mauling and pawing, Jim said. I had to get out of that. I want you, Dan. Just you. And I want you, Jim. Remember that. I don't want any part of what's going on downstairs. Sure? Positive. They kissed, and the moment Jim felt Dan's mouth on his, he knew Dan was telling him the truth. He had never had any reason to doubt Dan, but somewhere back in his mind, he had been afraid of Dan's past life, his past experiences. But now he was sure that Dan loved him and him alone. Their kiss lasted a long time. After a while, their mouths parted. Incidentally, Dan said, where's the supposed host, Terry? Jim half smiled. Oh, he and Carl went to bed about half an hour ago. Terry couldn't slice it. He and Carl sat staring at each other, neither of them wanting anybody but each other. Finally, Carl took him by the hand and led him up to the bed. They had been in their room ever since. Dan started to laugh. Oh, Christ, he said, and to think I went to all this trouble for him, and he wound up with his own lover. Well, isn't that what the way he What did he <laughs> <laughs> also, like, literally just started dating, like, yes. maybe a couple of weeks ago. Well, isn't that the way it should be, Jim asked. Yes, my darling, dearest Jim. That's exactly as it should be. Oh, this is like... Utterly monogamous. Yeah. Yeah. Monogamous. As it should be. Uh My darling, dear. Orgies and women are both bad. (laughs) Equally bad. (laughs) Yes, my darling, dearest Jim. That's exactly as it should be. Their mouths melted into a heated embrace. But what about those people downstairs, Jim asked, as Dan started to get undressed. Oh, my God. This is the last uh, paragraph of the book. It's it's a real doozy. Oh, God. Okay. Here we go. What about those people downstairs, Jim asked, as Dan started to get undressed? They'll fuck themselves to death and then pass out. 
We'll sweep out the trash in the morning, he said. Oh, wow. The end. No. <laughs> no, no. So did no. he say... such a perfect ending. I want to write a book and write the fucking shittiest garbage yeah. ending ever. Like, It'll most be people would be like, and I'm, homophobic. I'm going to try to make a nice ending, but, like, it just gets worse. Yeah. Like, you think it yeah. gets better, but, no, like, no. there's no... Just, nothing is resolved. It right downhill. No. Let's put all the women where they belong in the Killjoy no, Corner. <laughs> okay, so we have a lot to talk about. Oh, this is the worst. Wow. Actually, wow. Where do you even start? Right. So there's the stuff that we had to cut out. Yeah, we with Polly. Yeah. Um, because that was just some casual, normalized uh, violence. Mm-hmm. Yep. That then really uncomfortably led to that sex scene. I hated that. Yeah. This is what this has been so like a trend much. in the book is yeah. like shitty like either like violence or mistreatment of women mm-hmm. like directly leads into these pleasure scenes. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. in the one part where it's like, you know Yeah, like how like he bruises her face and then literally like two paragraphs later talking about how they want to bruise up each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? By kissing. By kissing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vic Blake is obsessed with women. Like so many of the sex scenes, I think almost all of them have in some way mentioned women. Like mm-hmm. when he's seducing a, a new potential homosexual, um, he's like, he introduces it like all, like Terry and Dan are both like, have you ever been with a woman, though? Like, that's how they, like, ease into it. And then, like, when they are, like, in the full homosexual phase, they're like, to forget the women in their lives, we're gonna fuck so hard. Right. Yeah, they do a yeah. lot of fucking women away. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They do. It's so interesting how obsessed he is with women. Yeah. And also, like, if we're looking back on the book in its entirety, there are all of these moments where characters are introduced as bisexual and then they are like no longer bisexual they're fully gay Mm -hmm. like it and then so thinking about that at the end of this book Mm -hmm. and all of the hatred of women truly makes me wonder if the author Vic Blake is bisexual is bisexual Mm -hmm. and is also a raging fucking misogynist and truly thinks that, well, A, bisexuals don't exist, and B, that, like, hating, <clears throat> hating women is, like, means, a valid, is, like, a valid, I don't know, reason or cause, cause of being, <laughs> like, gay, or, it's like, the leading cause of homosexuality among yeah, bisexuals, like, you, like, shouldn't be bisexual because women are the worst, yeah, do you know what I mean, there's, yeah. like, this weird, like, moralism attached to, yeah, to his hatred of women, yeah, yeah. like, women are scheming, conniving, like, somehow s- too soft, <laughs> like, always gushy, yes. maybe, always too gushy soft, and too loose, <laughs> gushy and loose, did he use those words to describe? He did. Loose what was it? Sloppy, loose, 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 sloppy, sloppy cunt. Sloppy cunt. Yes, LSC. LSC, yeah. loose, yeah. sloppy yeah. cunt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 It's just like, it makes me so angry. This really, to me, represents the gay marriage. Oh my gosh, yes. Politics. Right, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, the truly. way that this ends is, mm-hmm. first of all, like, just that orgy yeah is outrageous I mm-hmm. cannot I literally like it's I can't think about that as having happened in the book because it's too weird <laughs> it is too weird but um yeah like it's like a nightmare yeah. those faggots when I um, yeah. right it's, but that's exactly the language like faggots is still used as something to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. differentiate like the good homonormative people yeah. from, from the, like, the pervs from the faggots yeah yeah mm-hmm. right like, like how we used to be like that no. but and now it's also not. like I don't know if anyone else noticed but like the language so like the one guy like calls him darling mm-hmm. and super feminized it's the yeah so like mm. these these characters are super feminized yeah, they're mm-hmm. boys and they're it, yeah boys so they're true. not men they're Youth. like engaging in these like quote stereotypical ways yeah 
and, and like my pretty what like yeah, my, yeah, pretty, like my pretty, yeah. pretty ass or something yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's like that quote lifestyle mm-hmm. is feminine it's like bad it's feminized mm-hmm. and women are bad yeah so everything like, that's feminized is bad and like he's married now and like marriage is masculine and firm and set and like that's good and yeah. everything else and is sloppy and good. loose and like Femmy and pretty. And yeah, yeah, and femmy. Yeah. Yeah. And slutty. And slutty, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think he had any idea that decades later, four people <laughs> would be fucking ripping into this piece of shit? Absolutely not. Like, there's no way he no ever way. thought. Definitely not, like, this group, too. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. be four people in a room reading this book, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, and I really wonder what they have to say about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, hopefully only good things. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Can you imagine, really, like, what's going through... Especially with that ending. Like, that ending actually doesn't make any sense. Sounds like it's ripped from another book. Mm -hmm. Actually, to be honest, sounds like he spent a huge chunk of time poorly, but Mm -hmm. writing the rest of the book, and then threw that whole last chapter together in, like, one day. Oh, what's going to happen? I don't know. They're going to have an orgy and call a bunch of people faggots, and and that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of like he it's like went to totally church. Out of left yes, yeah. it does like, feel like he went in to the church. middle of writing this yeah. book. Yeah, but like, but still hates women, so that's all fine. But then he went to church and he confessed, and he was like, <laughs> "Ooh, I feel bad." He now. still hates women, so he's still yeah. gay. Yeah, but he doesn't like it because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, now he doesn't like it, but it's okay because he's married. Right. So in the eyes and of women the Lord, are still bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so women are still bad, and women are bad in the eyes of the Lord, so it's okay. <laughs> They die. Yeah. Even the sex scenes get like sloppy at the end. Like they don't. Yes. They're not that well put together. No, the, they're right. just no like mirrors. Yeah. yeah. There's no rushed. acrobatics. They're rushed. Yes. Exactly. They're rushed. Yes. It, it sounds like he just was like, oh, I need another sex scene. Oh, I need another. Oh, they're they're both jerking each other off at the same time, and then they get off at the same they're time. They're just yeah. doing the exact same thing, so they don't have to think about what one is doing and what the other one. Is. Yeah. They should have just said like a little star and like prefer to chapter three. This whole thing <laughs> is very Tommy Wiseau to me, and that like probably. Like, my feeling is that, like, yeah, like, some... He's probably by to some degree. Some mm-hmm. girl broke his heart. This is his way of getting revenge on her. And it ends in a happy way. In that, like, you know, he spent his youth, like, fucking lots of different guys, but he really just wants to settle down. And that's what... I think that's what this... this it results in this. A book yeah. where he's yeah. shitty to women, fucks a bunch of dudes, and then, like, doesn't have to feel shitty about saying, oh, but you know what? I really want to settle down with only one person. Yeah. I also like that he had, like, two different streams with two different women. Instead of it just being a story about one woman, he both gets to kill a woman yeah. and have her feel bad and, like, and be shame ashamed. Her, yeah. And shame her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shame yeah. Her. So, like, both... Yeah. Best of both worlds. He gets to, like, have her dead and have her alive at the same time and, like, feeling humiliated. horrible yeah. and humiliated. Wow, wow. And, like, also continue to have control over Polly. Yeah. There's obviously... It's, like, the representation of the same woman in his life, potentially. Like, also, how he was sen- saying how Polly showed up with a filthy mouth and called them faggots, but and then, then turned around yeah, and said right? the same shit. Like, Although, I mean, like, that's, like, the internalized versus, like, homophobia versus internalized homophobia. Like, uh, it is his word, I guess. I guess. But, like, the way he's using it's, it. But he's using it. He's using it in a, against his, his own people. He's not yeah, like, right. oh, you cute little faggot. I love no. you. No. Yeah, it's very he's, like, he's using fucking, like, let's, yeah. like, flush the faggots out of this house. They've, like, they're like literally like they're insects. They're like an infestation. They're like a swarm. Yeah, and he describes yeah. them in this creature cockroach like yes. way. So they're true. disgusting. They're trash. Totally yes. We need to get rid of Sweet them. them they're less than human. They're yeah. so much less than human that he doesn't describe their faces or anything. He does It's just their no. naked bodies and yeah. their pretty I, asses. I think right? that who was it? Was it Ray? Did you say that they're all boys, or or did you say? I did think Autumn man. Say, uh, they're not all yeah. boys, but like Autumn the, the only boys. people yeah. he described in any detail were that they were either youth or boys. Yeah, everyone else was a body. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If he needed to describe. Or a, yeah. trick, or a trick, or a trick, yeah, yeah. an old yeah. trick of his, yeah. yeah. And then at the very end, he's like, they'll fuck themselves to death, and then they'll will sweep out the trash in the morning. Yeah, like that is fucked up. Just like on a social level, like 
like on a large level, like how he must feel. Like I don't know. Like, yeah. What would your end goal be? What would your perfect world look like, dude? Like only if right. the, like only, only monogamous men. Yeah. No women. Yeah. No women. No, really no women. women. Just only like monogamous and, men. And new beautiful men with trim waists and firm pecs would just erupt from each other's penises. Hard cocks. And hard cocks. Large, gigantic heads dripping with cum. Like, already. No. Just no wonder no, why they... would need women to be, like, secretaries. Oh, it's true. But they were only the ones yeah. that match the furniture. Yes. Yeah. It's true. And they would all be disappointing yeah. and conniving. Yeah. It's just no wonder why there are so many, like, fucking misogynist gay dudes. Yeah. This whole thing actually, like... This is a Not little like bit... I'm blaming the book... No, no, no. Single-handedly. Yeah, Vic Blake. I mean, the damage he's done to the... Yeah, Vic Blake is (laughs) single-handedly responsible for all the fishers in the LGBTQ community. I mean, it's like both a product of its time, but also perpetuated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. I mean, to be honest, there are so many men that I have heard say in front of me as well, like gay men, be like, oh, I couldn't possibly... And it's super transphobic as well. Yeah. But they're like, I couldn't possibly be heterosexual because I don't like loose, sloppy cunts, basically. You know? Like, I don't just like, like an LSC. Ew, vaginas. <laughs> it's just yeah. a thing that's yeah. so prevalent and people think it's okay. Yeah. But it's still misogyny. Yeah. Well, do we have any... I think we should, like, end this on a positive note. <laughs> Yeah, let's sweep out the true. Vic Blake trash. <laughs> what is Maybe some, that's not positive. What are some <laughs> positive things we can take away from this book? Alice. Wham, bang, yes. bang. Wham, bang, bang. Alice, for sure. I want to see the sequel about Alice. Yeah, I, w- I think it would be great to do maybe some, like, affirmations. That's a good to idea. To our listeners. Affirmations? Like? Put them out there. You are powerful. You are still a good person, even though you've heard this whole story. Yeah. (laughs) You are so great. You are really cute. And I like you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You are gay. Enough. (laughs) (laughs) You are gay enough. Yeah. Yeah. Lesbians rule. Yeah. 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 Women are amazing. Yeah. Women are fucking great. They're kind of nice. Yep, I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> Not gonna lie, big fan of women. <laughs> I'd say, unlike our characters, we're all pretty big fans of women. Yeah, check out this FBI shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> big fan of women. Such a big fan. I've dedicated my whole life to inspecting their body. My life's pursuit is to pursue them. My life's work of <laughs> bodily inspecting females. <laughs> Free of body inspections, or is it female body inspections? It's female body inspection. <laughs> I can't even do misogyny right. <laughs> oh, cute. Well, nice try. Uh, everyone's so great, and I like you a lot. <laughs> and thanks for coming on this journey with us. Yeah, Ooh. thanks so much, Thank so much for, for sticking with us yeah. all the way yeah. through. Getting the Shaft by Vic Blake. You came with us on a long journey, a and it's been piece rough. Of trash. Of this, like... It's uh, been a long, the ups, hard... The downs. Stiff journey. Yeah. Very hot. Uh, second nature to us there now. There are ups and downs and Lots ups. of ups. Downs. And, and ins and outs and ins and, and, and outs. <laughs> so... And we're looking forward to whatever book... Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So we will be reading a new book soon. Yes. I will be narrating this time, and Janet will get to... I will uh, be commentitulating. Janet will be free of the ire that Yeah, and you'll, have, you'll be able to bring dishes out every time she <laughs> I feel like you have a great Our relationship is going to improve drastically. Oh, no. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Janet, I want to take a picture of you holding the book. So this is the end of season one of The Homophiles. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much. Wham! Bang! Bang! Thanks for listening to The Homophiles.
Ding, 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 ding,